Hey, really quick before we get started, I have three quick asks from you, then we'll get into it. One, please remember to subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen to your podcast. Number two, please go to rhitch.com slash resources. Again, rhitch.com slash resources for exclusive white papers and PDF downloads I think you'll find valuable. And number three, please rate this podcast as that'll help other people find this podcast. Quick disclosure, nothing said in this podcast or any of my podcasts should be considered advice. Always seek out myself or your own personal financial advisor for advice relating to your specific situation. Hello and welcome back to the Financial Breakaway Podcast where I try to take confusing personal financial planning topics and try to break them down into plain English for the everyday person. My hope is that these conversations will help you break away from your own financial confusion and end up on the right path to reaching your financial goals. I am Ryan Hitchcock. I am your host and I am a financial planner with High Point Capital Group out of Milwaukee. Today, I want to talk about your credit score. Uh, I want to talk about the factors that go into it, which factors count the most, and then I'm going to share three tricks to help you increase your credit score. Even if you think you have a good credit score, these three tricks or pro tips will help you. So let's get into it. All right, we hear a lot about credit. Credit reports, credit scores, credit freezes, credit monitoring can all get very confusing. We all know credit matters because it affects our ability to get a loan, a job, housing, insurance, and a lot of other things. But not a lot of us really know what goes into our score. Other than you're just not supposed to rack up a big pile of debt and you, if you don't pay it back, that's not good. There's a lot of other factors you need to know about. So it's important to understand these things. And then I have these tricks that I can help boost your score that we'll get into. But first, let's cover some basics. Okay, so why do we have different scores in the first place? Well, a credit score is a number calculated based on the information in your credit report. It predicts how likely you are to repay a loan, make payments when they're due, all that stuff. But you'll see a lot of different scoring systems out there, actually. But most lenders really use one or uh, one of two. There's one called FICO, and there's a newer one called Vantage Score System. Let's just look at FICO. So FICO, for example, it's basically a data analytics company. FICO is a company. They use statistical programs that analyze the factors of your credit report. They compare the credit behavior of people similar to you, and then they will assign you a score. So it's basically an algorithm that will give you a score based on your credit report, and that score will fall between 300 and 850. 300 on the low end, 850 on the high end. So the next question, obviously, is what are these actual factors that go into the score? So there's actually five factors they're all weighted differently that go into your credit score. These Every company has the same factors and they use just a little bit different scale on the weighting of the factors. So the first factor, payment history. So paying your bills on time is the single most important thing you can do for your credit score. This shows creditors that you are willing and able to meet your obligations. This is the most common one that everybody knows. This has a weighting of around 40%. So again, some companies weight them a little differently, but about 40% is a good number to go by for this one. 
And as a note, I am using scoresense.com as my resource for all of these factors you will hear in this podcast today. Number two, outstanding debt. So keeping your balances low compared to your available credit shows creditors you are able to manage your debt and your budget in line. So keeping your balances under 30% is a good rule of thumb, but keeping them under 10% is your ideal target. However, it does state that you want to have it greater than zero, kind of a weird caveat. Note, this is only revolving credit. So things like credit cards, lines of credit, not your mortgage or car loan. So the weighting on this is 35%. So it's a pretty big weighting. Number three, the third factor, account types. So having a diverse mix of account types demonstrates your ability to meet your credit obligations. It actually is favorable. Different types of accounts could be a car loan, a credit card, line of credit, mortgage, personal loan, etc. So the, technically, the more you have and if you're paying them on time, it is a good sign for you. And this uh, percentage is 10%. So about 10% of your score goes into the different account types you have. The fourth factor, credit age. Creditors value longevity and consistency. So the deeper your credit history, the better. Remember that opening new accounts and closing existing ones therefore will impact your credit age. The percentage or the factor that goes into this is 10% of your credit score. And then the last one, number five, is new activity. This is the smallest percentage. It's 5% of your credit score. And though, so even though new activity is normal and rep is the lowest amount, it's a good idea to refrain from opening a bunch of new accounts in a short time frame. That'll go against your credit report. So those are the five factors that go into your credit score. I'll go through them again. Number one, the most important, payment history. Accounts for 40%. Number two, outstanding debt. 35%. Number three, account types. This accounts for 10% of your score. Number four, credit age. That's 10% as well. And then number five is new activity, which accounts for 5%. Okay, so we got the basics out of the way. Now let's get into some more fun stuff to help increase our credit score. So I'll tell you about three things you can do potentially do right now to help boost your score. Not many people do these things or even know that they should be doing this. Like I mentioned earlier, even if you have a good score, these tips can help you. For example, if you're in the high 700s credit score, you pay your bills on time, you don't have a bunch of credit built up, these tips might actually help you get into the 800s. So let's get into it. Number one, this is actually a very easy one. Never cancel your old cards. Just don't use them. Cut them up. This will help the credit age factor. I know it's the smallest one, even though it doesn't pull the biggest punch in terms of your score, it is still 10%, um, excuse me, I almost said 5%. I, but I see this all the time. I see people say, well, I canceled that old card because I don't use it and I got a new one because it had higher rewards. So it is definitely you know, not blowing your mind to not do this, but it's uh, worth noting. Number two, I really like this one. You can call your credit card company and increase your credit limit. So number two, call your credit card company and increase your credit limit. So you might be thinking, why would I do that, Ryan? I don't need more credit. But this actually goes into the second factor of your score, which is a pretty big factor. It counts for 35% of your score, the outstanding debt or your available credit. 
So if you technically have more credit that you quote unquote could use, you could tap into it, but you're not, it will bring your utilization rate down. If you remember, if you can keep your balances under 30%, that's very, very good. You want to be way lower than that, truthfully. Under 10% is the you know gold standard, but greater than zero a little bit is your ideal target. Now, how you do this, you simply call your credit card company and you ask for an increase by doing a soft pull, not a hard pull. Again, call them and ask for an increase using a soft pull, not a hard pull. So a soft pull does not go to your credit history. A hard pull does. So technically, you could do this every couple of months, depending on your credit card company. They will simply ask you, how much do you want? You give them a number. They will go you know, on hold and run some numbers and come back with an offer and you can either accept it or not. It's as simple as that. So it's a really quick tip to raise your credit limit and decrease your utilization rate. Okay, number three, you could go potentially take out a line of credit. Now this as well seems counterintuitive as you might be thinking, well, I don't need another account, Ryan. I don't have a bunch of debt. But in reality, what you will be doing is actually what I'd call a two for. It's a two for one. You will be going into the account type, meaning you will add another type of account, which means you're demonstrating your ability to meet credit obligations, which accounts for 10% of your credit uh, score. And also we'll be doing the exact same thing I just described in number two, helping your utilization rate and increasing your limits. The nice thing about a line of credit is that you can usually find them out there pretty easily. They can be super cheap to open, you know, and keep open every year. Some don't even charge you anything um, every year until you dive into the credit. So a little bit about lines of credits. There's technically two types of lines of credits. There's what's called secured line of credit and an unsecured line of credit. A secured line of credit is like a home equity line of credit or a HELOC where it is technically secured or collateralized by the equity of your home. These uh, lines of credit do require some more underwriting, um, but they potentially might have lower rates. An unsecured line of credit is just that it doesn't require much underwriting because it doesn't have much it doesn't have collateral behind it. It uh, might have higher rates, however. A little extra credit here. I, I actually really like lines of credit of people having one because they can be very useful for overall financial planning. Um, I think it's a great place for having security. Uh, it'll prevent you from ever having to go into high interest rate credit cards. If you ever run into um, a tough situation, they can be good for um, retirees bridging the gap between Medicare and retirement, things like that. So it's good to have one because um, you need to have a job and income to get one compared to when you might need one and not have a job or income. Um, so it's kind of a catch 22. Okay, so those are my three pro tips or whatever you might call them to help increase your credit. Um, hopefully that was of uh, value to you. And to just sum it up here, you know, credit is uh, good credit is important, but you always have to be very, very careful with credit. Uh, credit requires a lot of self-control. Um, and if you are in a bad situation with credit, please do reach out to me and don't do any of these things if uh, you do not have that self-control. So I'll leave it at that. Thanks for listening. Again, please subscribe to this podcast. Visit rhitch.com slash resources and rate this podcast. And until next time, be well. Hi. 
High Point Capital Group is located at 1200 North Mayfair Road, Suite 300, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 53226, phone number 414-253-4600. Securities and Investment Advisory Services offered through Sage Point Financial Inc., member FINRA SIPC. Sage Point Financial is separately owned and other entities and or marketing names, products, or services referenced here are independent of Sage Point Financial.